0: You're listening to the Ranger Things Podcast this will last a lifetime. Welcome to Ranger Things. We're recording on Saturday, August twelfth. 2023 i'm carlo montanino and i'm joined as always by brendan lyons yellow wow he sounds great and as as also as always dave pacheco greetings fellow ranger fans i appreciate the lack of flesh in that comment uh today we are talking about some way too early playoff predictions we're gonna go through the entire league predict these playoffs um there's nothing else to talk about, but uh as always, you can visit us on at, on rangerthingspodcast.com. You can follow us on Twitter at rangerthings23 and subscribe to the show using the podcast service of your choice. Also, if you are subscribed, please leave a rating, write a five review. Stars. Five stars. Five
1: stars. You don't whisper. Dave's Dave. just whispering <laughs> five stars. <laughs> five stars. Pretty
0: good. All right. So let's get into it. Um. Some non-Ranger news, uh, which is all of this show today, really. It's kind of tragic, maybe. Uh, Canadian race car driver, Zach Hyman DeMello. Ha (laughs) ha!
1: This (laughs) is my favorite hockey news of the day.
0: (laughs) The only hockey news of the day. This came up late at night. Um, I had to write it down. It was like 1230 at night, I saw this. He alleges, uh, ZCD, as he called himself, He alleges that he was assaulted by Red Wings player Daniel Sprong. He put up an Instagram story post um, that rocked the hockey world. I'm going to read that. I'm going to read his statement to you. And then I'm going to describe some of the photos there. Um, Here we go. During Grand Prix weekend, I was assaulted at a nightclub by Detroit Red Wings NHL player Daniel Sprong. He grabbed my neck and pinned me on a wall. We were separated during that scuffle. After, when I had believed the situation was over, Daniel came back and sucker-punched me in the face while I was defenseless.
1: Bing bong! The
0: photos, in, <laughs> the photos in the slide before is the aftermath of the incident. The dental work needed was brutal, and I'm still not finished. I also sustained a concussion that I've been dealing with over the past few weeks. I just wanted to bring attention to this situation as no one has the right to act this way, especially an athlete of Daniel's caliber. We must hold ourselves to the highest of standards, and for him to do this is beyond disappointing. And due to legal reasons, I can't say more at this time. ZCD. And he includes three photos. One, some abrasions on his neck. Definitely looks like he was scratched. Um, A second photo of his his front two teeth. Uh, definitely uh smashed in. Uh looks like it looks like he bit a bottle top, really. Ugh. And then the third, it looks like the dental work after the fact, like they had to pull those teeth out and put some uh placeholders in there. Um Yeesh. brutal stuff, brutal stuff. Um yeah, so Daniel Sprung uh beaten up. Oh, I looked into this guy. He's a he's a, he he's a that ra- dog in him, he's a race car driver um and apparently he has not been an active race car driver since 2018 and he's been driving in pretty much the WHL equivalent of the race, of racing in Canada so not a big name hmm. guy but still that doesn't mean he should be attacked obviously but hey what what do we think about Spronger do you think the Red Wings are going
2: to let him go over this well well actually so this is this is going to play into my uh, predictions for the Atlantic, and with this news coming out, Detroit is definitely not making to the, play- the playoffs with uh, Spronger. He's going to be out indefinitely. Bettman's going to take a strong hand to him. And, uh,
1: you know, that's it. Yeah, I've got two words for you, Pally. Evander Kane. <laughs> Daniel Sprong is probably going to get a 10 to 12 game suspension. He'll definitely get tagged with a fine. Uh, much deserved. Like, I think this is like disgusting behavior. And I don't want to joke about it, but it's also kind of funny. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I don't think Daniel Sprong is out for the year as a result. My question is... I guess my question is about the incident is after the initial altercation did this race car driver attempt throwing his hat in the air? (laughs) Well he
0: was at a nightclub so maybe no hats allowed? Yeah. Which which sounds like a racist policy all things considered at this point.
1: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well shame on Spronger. What a dick. Uh, yeah, dick move. Brother
0: uh, he you know, he spent last season the last two seasons in Seattle. Is there any indication of this? Uh not that I know viewpoint? of. I mean,
1: he was really well liked in Seattle. You know, I, I, I just whenever something like this happens, I think it sort of catches you off guard. Unless it happens with somebody who's like a you like if Tom Wilson got caught up in this, or if like one like one of the Kachuk brothers got caught up in something like this. Or if Patrick Kane beat up another cab driver, allegedly. Um allegedly. Allegedly. Just let's let's bleep that out later. Then I'd be like, oh yeah, another deplorable act by a deplorable person. Right. Like if if Tony D beat the shit out of just some fucking random guy at a piggly wiggly and down in the Carolinas, <laughs> I'd be like, oh, that that's fucking, that makes so much sense. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I never got that vibe from Spronger. But, you know, I didn't follow the Kraken that closely.
0: Got it. Yeah, I think it seems like just a rough night. A couple too many drinks being served. And, I mean, this guy, if you again, you kind of, he's got a punchable face. Again, I'm not trying to say he deserves it, obviously. But, like, you look at his face, he's like, oh, this guy you kind of want to punch it. A sucker punch, mm, yeah. maybe that's not really. Uh, you don't want to sucker. What punch does anybody. he refer to himself as? ZCD. Uh, he referred to himself as yeah his initials ZCD. So he,
2: Zach the Clement Demello. So the reason I think he's gonna he's gonna get more time than Kane, uh, you know, as far as suspension wise, is because, yes, he's a equivalent of a minor league race car driver now but he's more higher profile than a a, a cabby alle- allegedly being beat up by Kane you know so i tend to think that it's going to be a harsher uh offense let's, a harsher sentence for him let's be honest it's not even just
0: like the the you know, i i don't mean this word literally the caliber of person being attacked right it's also the the caliber of the player like Patrick Kane is not getting banged out for a year, oh, and Daniel Sprung could like Daniel Sprung's not Patrick Kane. Like, yeah, that's right. very true. We have a track record in this league of like favoritism. Oh, of course, obviously. I mean, so, that's like, any, I mean, that's
2: any any major sport. Yeah, yeah of course, of course. You know, the better, the more talented you are, the less the infractions you'll mm-hmm. incur. Um, but like, yeah, I, I you're right. It, it's not the caliber of the victim, you know, is correct. And I, you know, when you have a lesser rung or or, or run of the mill player of the league uh, committing these acts, you're going to, they're going to make an example of them. That's just, you know, that's par for the course because somebody's got to take the fall and it's not going to be somebody who's going to bring money into the NHL and to, and, you know, fill in the seats of the arenas and everything like that. So yeah, um, I think that, only- yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I, I agree. I, but, you know, the,
0: the the worst part of this for Sprung is, like, this. he just came off a career year in Seattle.
2: Mm.
0: He's, like, on the uptrend. I mean, he's, he's still young. He's 26. He's got, you know, he's got a couple more years to get that big contract, and he's on the rise. Like, he's got a 40% face-off percentage. You know, he's got 46 points in 66 games. You know, right. he sees a little bit of power play time, not a ton. You know, definitely – makes the most of his power plays it's unfortunate that like this is a this was a year for him to like show prove himself a bit especially on a uh detroit team that's like looking to make a move mm-hmm. Um but yeah it, it's just i yeah it sucks it sucks for him it sucks for zdc or zcd <laughs> it sucks for hockey um yeah it just kind of sucks overall
1: can we just take a moment in the you know I know we're facing a you know we we're we facing a tragedy right now here, but can we just take a moment in these dark times to acknowledge that hockey reddit remains undefeated like there's <laughs> nothing at there's nothing goes as hard as hockey reddit what do you mean so I'm just I'm just reading the article like I'm just reading the post that Carlos sent us. And, like, the very first comment is from just JLo6969 says, someone (laughs) check on Jeff Merrick right now. Yeah, And then the first reply is from postmodern underscore lasagna. Just saw Jeff Merrick fall to his knees at a Tim Hortons.
0: Yeah, I mean – Wonderful. I, I like like the hockey. That's pretty much where I do my hockey thing is on Reddit. Um, they always have the first. Like they they do all the work that you guys do, and they just post it so I can just read it there. Very nice. Um, but yeah, they're funny. They're pretty good. I that's our hockey was where this post came from, as opposed to our NHL, which is a little um less good in my opinion. That's my two cents. All right. Yeah, it's a bummer, man. It's a
1: bummer. Shame on Spronger.
0: Well, with that said, let's get into the meat and potatoes of this episode here. Mm. We're doing our way too early playoff predictions. All right. We're gonna go division by division. We each have been assigned a division that's geographically somewhat relevant to us, and then we'll all throw our hat in the ring or in the air for the metro. I'll start it off with the central. You guys are gonna, I think you guys are appreciate this take. I don't see much changing in the central other than Nashville making a big step forward, right? Oh mm. and Dallas is gonna fall because their core is aging. The youth movement there is gonna help them compete for a wild card. Winnipeg might get a wild card if Seattle doesn't, but I think they will. So we're only gonna see one wild card coming out of Central. The reason why I like Nashville so much, and it's and this is actually more about Nashville taking a step than Dallas falling is just their whole off season. They have a culture change going on right now. New coaching staff, just like we spoke about last week with the Rangers. You know, it's, they're, they're changing how things are going there. Right. They brought in Brunette, Derek McKenzie. They have Mark uh, Borowicki as a development coach, whole new staff. Um, They signed Nyquist, O'Reilly and Shen. They made a bunch of depth moves. They re-signed Glass and Carrier. They bought out Tichane. Uh, the Galchenyuk thing backfired, certainly. <laughs> uh, but the, ultimately, they're saving salary that they were planning on spending. So that that's a net win. Also, future thinking: they selected eleven players in this last draft. They wow. signed. Wow. They, they've signed two of them. Right oh. here's the breakdown of their picks. There were two per round, in the first four rounds, six in the first three rounds, another an additional two in the fourth round, and then the rest in the you know fifth and sixth round. They've already signed two of those, uh, M- 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 Mollendike and Lind. I believe it's one of their first and one of their seconds. They've signed them already. They're ready to go. They're in camp. So I'm a big fan of how they're rebuilding, basically rebuilding on the fly. Um, and I'll say this. Take If Dolan, but not just Dolan, but Ranger fans at large, if they weren't so fucking restless, we could have rebuilt exactly the same way exactly as quickly, right? I'm not unhappy with what we did, but we could have done our rebuild 10 times better, 10 times more efficiently if we were just happy with taking two or three just shit seasons. But we could not have done that for some reason, so we had to do this really quick. And we did a good job, not knocking it, but the Nashville rebuild looks fucking awesome to me. So with that said, my final standings in Central, again, not much changes. Colorado wins the division. Minnesota and Nashville get the other two spots. Dallas gets a wild card. Uh, Winnipeg. Arizona, St. Louis, and Chicago finishing last. Um, they won't be in the playoffs, those four. Um, that's the central. That's how I'm seeing it.
1: Yeah. Wait, so you have Chicago finishing below Arizona?
0: I have Chicago. I have Arizona. Yeah, I, yeah, I have Chicago finishing dead last. I have Arizona. Arizona had a pretty good offseason as well. Not as good as Nashville, clearly, but they they they're making moves. They have players who are bought in. What they're doing, so I think they can take a step. St. Louis is pretty much getting ready to rebuild, and Chicago is just starting, and they'll be last, but it'll be
2: fine. Like they need to finish last. Yeah, I mean Arizona is probably going to be the better team with you know not really a home to play in. Well, <laughs>
0: well, they're at what is it, Gila Arena or something like that? But they they just bought a bunch of land to To develop on, they're going to develop a stadium and a whole entertainment area around the stadium in Mesa. So again, this is this going to be another um, where Where are they now? They're not. They're Arizona. What's the city? Phoenix.
1: Right now, they're in they're in Tempe. Right now, at the
0: ASU. Right. Well, yeah. So previously, yeah, whatever city they were in previously was like, it's an Ottawa situation where yeah, it's a name of a city that you recognize, but there's nothing around them. So I'm worried about this land. Deal they just did, it might be the sim, a similar thing, but they're just at least trying now, to make it more of a draw.
1: Mesa, there you know there's there are people in Mesa, Arizona. I've been to Mesa, Arizona. Okay, well, then there you go. So it's a, it's I mean, a it's not move. exactly a bustling <laughs> metropolitan area, but you know, oh. it's it's a suburb of Phoenix. Yeah, which is fine. I think
0: as long as it's close enough to Phoenix and it's it's close enough to. An area that has pla- – like, like again, the Ottawa situation. Like, yeah, Ottawa should have people there, but it's, it's like Long Island. It's like the, the mausoleum. It's like <laughs> just, people have to drive 45 minutes to get there, and they yeah. live on if Long I rem- Island.
1: If I remember correctly, Mesa is much closer to Phoenix than Tempe is. Uh, cool. I know they used to play in Glendale or that's Taylor, right, that's one of the two. Glendale Glendale and that's much closer to Phoenix Mesa is closer to Phoenix than Tempe I remember my sister lived there my brother-in-law and I we, we took a ride to Tempe and it was a good it was a good hour away. I mean, at the end of the day, who really cares? They're not going to be in Arizona anymore.
2: They're going to go, they're going to be defunct. And no, they will de- be. They just, they're
0: just, bu- they're by, bu- they bought a bunch of land they're building a stadium. They're well, in They there.
1: still have to, they still have to get approvals, I think.
0: I think they have to get the per the approvals to build what they want, but they bought the land. I- I'll double check that while we uh discuss, but
1: Fucking Gary, he just won't give up. He won't give up on Arizona, yeah,
0: yeah boy. I mean. It, again, it's, you want to, you want to, oh, they have the letter of intent to buy it. Sorry. Yeah,
1: just move that fucking team to Portland.
0: Listen, you want to grow the game. Talk about marketing. You got to be in non-traditional markets for this to happen.
1: I agree, but that team has been in a non-traditional market for two decades, and it's done nothing to grow the game. And don't give me the fucking Austin Matthews argument. I was about,
0: about to. Because <laughs> Austin Matthews grows the game.
1: Then, you know what? Ship them to fucking Arizona. Okay. Send send Austin Matthews to Arizona where Americans can watch him play hockey.
0: Yeah, I, I would be down with that. We've just forced... Actually, here's, here is how about this? Uh, if you're in a non-traditional market and you're floundering, any talent that comes out of your market must play for your market. Huh. Ooh. I like that. Ooh.
2: I wonder tank. how many uh, hockey players are coming out of Arizona
1: austin, austin matthews. matthews
2: oh he's oh he is oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: i mean they have a couple yeah. other kids. i mean it's 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 still young right but the the guys who got into hockey because of arizona now their kids are playing hockey at the ice rinks that were built around arizona as a result so oh, those okay. kids are now developing into hockey players austin matthews obviously the first generation to do this but now you're going to see more kids come out of arizona in the you know 10 okay. 15 years
1: well, it's I think you're just going to see more kids come out of. I think it's less about Arizona and more just about uh, the U.S. development program. I think, I and mean, we've talked about that before. Mm-hmm. There's just been amazing strides in the in the in the development program, and I think you're going to start to see a lot more American hockey players, like
0: really high end American hockey players.
1: Yeah, but they're the not league.
0: all going to come out of Minnesota, which is nice.
1: No, they're going to come out of our. They're going to well, you you know you could see that you know they're going to come out of long island new york they're going to come out of you know they're always going to come out of minnesota and new england that's always going to be a thing mm-hmm. but i think you're going to start to see kids come out of you know there's a couple of kids in the league right now who came out of chicago coming out come out of texas
0: so yeah it's an exciting time and but this is what yeah. growing the game does it's not it's not what a what a time to be
1: alive what a time texas hockey what a time to be alive
0: <laughs> oh, all right shit. Brendan, all right what do you, Brandon you you've been assigned the
1: Pacific what do yes, you Yes I have Uh I've got some thoughts on the Pacific the <laughs> uh, the Pacific division a couple of hot takes uh some not so hot takes Uh I think first and foremost I think um the Golden Knights are going to take not a full step but maybe like a half step back Uh Mark Stone is really banged up uh, isn't, isn't
0: he playing like half a season guaranteed?
1: Yeah, he's, he's, I don't know. I don't know. Ex- I don't remember exactly what the fuck is wrong with him, but he's banged up. Um, he's not, he's not healthy. Uh, I think there's going to be some hangover and you know, it's, I know he just won them a Stanley cup, but it's still Aiden Hill. There's still a question mark in net mm-hmm. for the golden Knights. I, I still think that because of the, The makeup of that division, they're still a top three team, but I think they take a step back. I think uh, maybe they fall to the number two. Uh, I think things are going to be weird for Edmonton because I want to say Edmonton wins the division this year, but I think things are getting stale in Edmonton. I just I don't think they could lose again. Like though. It's just I think they they keep saying all the right things. They want to be there, they want to win there, but at some point we know it's a lie. I think if they could keep if they could keep their spirits about them and continue to play the type of hockey they've been playing and if they could get some decent goaltending, I think this is the year that they win the division and maybe they go on a very long playoff run. So for the sake of this conversation, I'm gonna say Edmonton wins the division. Okay. And and Vegas takes the second spot? Vegas comes in number two uh with either with both Seattle and LA hot on their tail. <laughs> uh, I think there's gonna be less than like an eight point spread between number two and the wild card. In the Pacific. I think those top four teams in the Pacific are very close to each other. There's a lot of parity across the top half of that division. Uh, L.A. got better in the offseason. Seattle didn't really get better. So I could see maybe them being a wild card again. Uh, So I think for the sake of this experiment, I'm going to say the Golden Knights. I'm going to say the Oilers win the division. Golden Knights in the two seed. L.A. right behind them. And then Seattle in the wild card. Then the dark times. <laughs> then the darkness. So <laughs> I think in a near miss, the Ducks don't make the playoffs. But I think the Ducks almost make the playoffs. Wait,
0: wait, oh, you're, you're serious? You think the Ducks I think chase for a wild course.
1: card? Here's the thing about the Western Conference. It's bad. It's bad at hockey. <laughs> well, they
0: just won a cup, bro.
1: Well, that happens that, I mean, they won a cup the way they always win a cup, right? We beat the fuck out of each other over here on the East, in the East. And then one of those teams just sort of sails to the fucking finals and beats the shit out of whatever sad sack of shit limps (laughs) into the finals from the East. That's every fucking time they win the cup. It's the same story. Yeah. We beat the fuck out of each other in the East and we just and and by the time a team out from the eastern conference gets to the finals it's a fucking meatball right over the plate for whoever comes out of the west they've still got their legs yeah so so
0: so, so you're saying Anaheim what about Anaheim makes you think they're going to chase after uh playoffs i right think here? they've just got a lot of
1: they've got a lot of really good young talent uh so i you know and they've got the right type of veterans there and the and the, the conference is bad there's just there's yeah. no other there's no other way to put it the Shit. conference is bad so i i don't i don't see why they couldn't be a bubble team that being said it, the conference is not bad enough for a team like uh vancouver to be a bubble team cuz they fucking suck at everything
0: <laughs> what about
1: calgary how do you think calgary
0: oh calgary's
1: going to be a fucking nightmare if Calgary goes 500 this year? Wow. I'll be shocked.
0: That's a bit it's a bold. Yeah, if okay. Calgary
1: goes 500 this year.
0: Yeah, okay. Uh, I can see that. I mean they've had a really bad time lately. Yeah, okay. I think
1: the only thing the only thing keeping Calgary from finishing 8th in the division is the fact that San Jose is rebuilding. Right? And they're like in the, the they're they're in the deep valley of a rebuild, <laughs> so I think they'll finish eighth. But I think San Jose is seventh, and then I would say, I'm sorry, San Jose is eighth. Calgary is seventh, Vancouver sixth, and then Anaheim, Anaheim fifth, five. and then Seattle four, L.A. Vegas Oilers. That's weird. I did that weird. No, well, that makes perfect sense.
0: Yeah. So essentially, from last season, you have one and two flopping, and then you have really five, five and eight flopping,
1: five and eight flopping. Yeah.
0: That's pretty. That's pretty wild. I mean, that's. I. It makes perfect sense to me. Although yeah, just too I, I, much I, happened in
1: Calgary. Yeah. And I and just I you know I know that on paper Vancouver should be better than they are, but they just they can't get it. They can't figure it out.
0: I mean, it's been that way for. Twenty years since that last Cup run,
1: they just cannot figure it out. Uh, Maybe Elaine well, Vigneault was a good coach. Yeah, I think he was
0: probably pretty good. You know, he he's had a long career. A lot
1: of people shit on Elaine Vigneault, myself included.
2: The three of us included.
1: Oh yeah, but you know, he got that team to a final. Yeah, and they lost to a very very good Boston team. Yeah. He got the Rangers to a final.
0: Yeah. And they lost to a very, very good Kings team in what in a bunch of overtimes. So it's it's not, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Injuries, injuries lost are, that, that cup for us.
1: Are you good, Elaine Vigneault? A question so, for next week's podcast.
0: Elaine hey, Vigneault, if you're listening, just shoot us an email contact at Rangerthingspodcast.com and just let us know if you're good. All right, come
1: on the show. Oh, if we could get Vigneault on the show, that'd be fucking awesome. I'll reach out. Yeah.
2: Yeah, we'll we'll send you like a a, a huge uh box of uh, big league chew. Oh yeah. You think he's on
1: Facebook? He's definitely on Facebook.
0: Oh yeah, he's on Facebook sending like weird French like Trump memes or something.
2: <laughs>
0: but yeah, I mean, I'll reach out to him. I'll see if we can get him on. That's a that'll be a big get. And our I care see, package. Be a
1: massive get. We'll, 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 huge.
0: Ch- we got to put together a gift basket for guests and figure out what that is like big league chew. Pack of Marlboros, <laughs> hot sauce, Jeez. hot sauce, Casey Miller Light, you know the stuff that keeps the show going. Um, <laughs> all of our sponsors, <laughs> all of our sponsors. Um, all right, Dave. It's now we're on you
2: at the Atlantic Division. What do you all got? right, so you guys are really well, um, really knowledgeable about these divisions and these breakdowns. I, I, I do have to commend you. It was. Uh, It was refreshing to hear that because I just, you know, I'm a big astrology guy, Pisces. I kind of just go by feeling and mood and, you know, the facts be damned and research. What's that? So here's my Atlantic division breakdown. So at the bottom, I'm going to start at the bottom and I'll work my way up. So rounding out the bottom two spots, toss up between Detroit and Montreal. Not, not, not that surprising. Uh, My supervisor is looking at me right now. Oh, that makes sense. Uh, Starting from the bottom. Starting from the bottom. Yeah. Um, Then I'm going to say Boston's going to be near the bottom for sure. I haven't, I I don't know where I'm going to put them, but here's my hot take. So I'm going to see, I'm going to have Toronto and Tampa Bay fighting for the top spot. I just think that's, that's going to happen. Florida's going to, you know, it's going to be in the mix but I don't think they're going to finish in the in the in uh winning the division. I think they are going to have a chip on their shoulder going into the season and they're going to they're going to play hard or maybe they'll have some fatigue, some uh, you know, left over from the finals. Um I think there's actually going to be five teams coming out of the Atlantic and there's only going to be three from the metro. Whoa. That's that's my hot take. So I think Buffalo is definitely in the mix. And Ottawa for a wild card, or uh, yeah, the wild card.
0: Uh, Ottawa. I, I'll go with you on Buffalo, but you think Ottawa is in the mix for a wild
2: card here? Like I said, I don't. Man. I don't have facts to back it up. It's, it's just feeling. like it's you need to. Moves, you need to make feeling.
1: sure. You need to make sure that you're testing whatever it is you're taking for fentanyl. <laughs>
2: I don't do drugs, man. Which is even scarier. I'm just in tuned with the cosmic, you know, the cosmic consciousness of this universe. Let's put money on it right now. Well, we're, no, no. Gonna the, say- the whole point of this is we're gonna make we're making bets after the fact. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. Really? Oh, I was
0: I was gonna surprise you with that at the end.
2: Damn, I, I I really had no idea. Um, I was just gonna be a piece of shit, you know, ball buster about it. But yeah, no, Buffalo and Ottawa definitely definitely in the in the mix for for um. For the wild card spot, the two wild card spots. I really I really think Atlantic, the Atlantic Division is going to be surprising with, with the with the um the demise of the Boston Bruins. And even then, I don't I never like to count the Bruins out as much as I hate them. They a proven team for the last 15 years. You know, just when you think they suck, they're they surprise you and and punch you in the mouth and break your teeth and make it into the playoffs.
1: You yeah, know. but that was last year. The surprise was last year, Dave.
2: I, I mean, I don't know. Was that the last hurrah? I still think they got a puncher's chance at, at, at you know, maybe stealing one of the wild cards. I really do. So, okay, so what,
0: what are you saying? So you're saying Toronto and Tampa 1-2 or flip-flop, whatever.
2: Right, yeah, that can go either have, way. I
1: want a definitive number one seed.
2: Yeah, yeah. We let, Let's go, Dave. I'm going to say Toronto takes – Toronto's going to take it. Tampa mm-hmm. Bay, Florida, and then Ottawa and Buffalo fighting for the last spot. Probably Buffalo is going to come out a little bit ahead of Ottawa, but I think they're going to take the last two spots.
0: All right. So w- when I go back and edit this, I'm going to take everyone's top four, and I think that's what we're going to bet on, right? Like okay. Everyone's top four prediction or well, the playoff predictions, but I, because there's wild cards in play, we're just looking at top four.
2: Okay. So
0: so you're going Toronto, Tampa, Florida, Buffalo, or Ottawa? buffalo buffalo okay okay and then ottawa boston detroit montreal at the bottom correct i mean yeah You're i mean i drugs.
1: can't you are on I, drugs
0: I, wait wait Brandon, what 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 do you disagree with i think boston is going to take a big uh, yeah here.
1: i think they take a big step down to like fifth or sixth seed i think ottawa is the clear 8 seed in this division no way really yeah like yeah Absolutely. I think it's Ottawa at the bottom and then Detroit, then Montreal in the 6th seed. Montreal's better than we th- than than they were they're going to be better this year than they were last year. They're yes. going to be a competitive team. So I could see maybe I can I could see maybe from top to bottom it being Ottawa, Detroit, Boston, Montreal, or Ottawa, Boston, Detroit, Montreal.
2: You think Ottawa's gonna finish dead last in the Atlantic? Dead last. Okay, I'm calling side bet on this right now. Oh shit! Here we go. Twenty bucks. Hundred
1: fuzzles. right. Hundred hundred fuzzles. Fucking dead uh, last. Right.
2: Steak oh, dinner. I'm... A steak dinner. No, no, no. Yeah. When when you guys you know, fly out to Portland and collect that, yeah, right. Oh, he's no—he's he'll be out. He'll be out by the end of this NHL season or by playoffs. Be I'll
1: be—I'll 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 be, I'll be, I'll be there in, in May. Yeah. Steak Fine. dinner. Steak dinner goes to the winner. de Stefano's, Red Hook.
2: Oh, I'm I'm familiar with that place. I haven't been there yet, but yeah, I know I know of it. Okay, oh. you're gonna take me to Maestro's on 52nd and 6th. Oh, sh- deal. A ninety-seven dollar ribeye. That sounds. <laughs> Delicious. And the drink. And the drink.
1: One of the best steaks I've ever had in my life. Top two. I like your top three a lot. I could see it. I think Toronto definitely wins the division. I think it's my money would be Toronto, Florida, Tampa. Okay. Which I'm not, I'm, you know, I don't think that's not,
2: I don't think that's out of the realm of possibility. I just, you know, I just disagree with your, actually, the bottom rungs that you, that you called. But, uh,
1: I think- Honestly, if I think you're this, I'll tell you what, Dave, I'll say this. I think, and I'm not backing. I'm not, I'm not backstepping on the state dinner. Cause I'm right. About that. <laughs> I will say that. I think the Atlantic is probably the toughest division to call right now, because I think there's a very real chance that Buffalo has a year and ends up in the top three knocks Tampa into a wild card spot.
2: That's very interesting. I like that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? I I think I'm going to meet you guys in the middle here, which is probably going to be the right thing to say. I don't know if it's not going to be dead last, but I don't think they're fighting for a wild card. I think Boston's going to fight for that wild card spot. And it's going to be Boston, Ottawa. It's going to be Ottawa, Detroit, and Montreal fighting to not be in the basement. Really. I, I think Montreal's probably the better of those three teams. Uh, at this as it is this moment but i can't see ottawa being dead last i just can't see it like the detroit's too bad boston has i don't think boston will be dead last but i think
2: excuse me they have a better shot of it than ottawa i mean sprong's you know off-ice shenanigans is really harpoon the uh detroit red wings if you ask me it's (laughs) possible it's possible (laughs) okay
0: all right. I can't say that with a
2: straight face. I'm sorry. Okay.
0: So what I want to do now is just I want to just re con- re-collect our top four in each one, um, just so we can take the have it down for a bet. So I'll start. I have Colorado, Minnesota, Nashville, and Dallas in the Central. Brendan,
1: I have the Oilers, the Golden Knights. L.A. and Seattle in the Pacific. Before we move on, oh boy, let me ask you a question, Carlos. Since you yeah. and I took the Western Conference, who wins the conference? Avalanche, or Oilers.
0: I think the Knights win the conference.
1: Ooh. How? Oh, you think the, so? You think the Knights win the Pacific Division and win the conference? I think the Avalanche bounce back and win the conference.
0: No, Scogs out all season. Lance done so. So like they'll have, they'll, I mean, they'll have. Oh, yeah. oh wait, so hold on. Are You talking who wins the conference is and who goes to the cup? Are you talking no, who like has the who, best record in the? In the regular who has the season? best
1: record in the conference? Yeah.
0: Oh, I see. Yeah, Colorado. Definitely, but they're not gonna do much. They'll lose second round, third round of the playoffs. To the and the Knights will probably make that run again. That's my hottest of takes in the Western Conference. I think the Oilers are just cursed. I don't think they have there's something going there, there's some weird mentality going on in Edmonton where they just they have all the talent in the world. Even the past, you know, it's recent that they have all the talent in the world and they still can't get it done. You know, they did not they did not build around McDavid properly. And now they're starting to now and it's still they just cannot he can only do so much. Saddle can only do so much. You know, Evander Kane can only do so much. He's only adding so much to that team. They need yeah. some, they need a serious. I like the
1: Hyman addition. But yeah, oh, I like that's the great. Hyman addition. I think Bouchard is a beast on the blue line. I think he'll have a good career there if he stays there.
2: But it doesn't matter. It's the Wayne Gretzky curse. Well, it's like, yeah, yeah, it's, it's
1: just,
2: any,
0: any defenseman, any defenseman in Edmonton that like, Falls backwards or lets up a two-on-one is just gonna get booed out of the city. Like Edmonton is, I mean, it's not a fun place to play. You know, Connor McDavid's there because he's fucking Connor McDavid. He's making extra millions of dollars to do it. Everyone else, like, you think they want to stay there? They know the team sucks. They're there because they have to, they know no other choice in their
1: career. Yeah. I think it's we could this is this is a whole other episode's conversation. I I hate how little rights players have in the NHL. Like I I wish players had more control over their destiny in the in the NHL. But uh, anyway,
0: whatever. All right, uh, so Dave recapping <laughs> recapping uh your picks, top 4
2: in the Atlantic, you have Toronto, Toronto, Tampa Bay, Florida, and Buffalo. Okay.
0: Great. All right. So what we're going to do is whoever has the most picks at the end, they win something. We'll figure that out later. Uh, But right now, it's time to figure out what the Metro is doing. I'll I'll go first because I started the Central. I'll go here. I know We've spoken about this in drips and drabs already, um, but I don't see much movement in the Metro other than Pittsburgh. I made a typo, but I like it. Pittsburgh Pittsburgh. and Washington dropping further. Um, Pittsburgh's entire... Postseason hopes depend on the Atlantic. If, if, you know, Buffalo and Ottawa control if Pittsburgh makes the playoffs, if Pittsburgh even gets a sniff at it. Columbus and Philly are going to see some improvement, but not a ton. Um, I think Washington is going to have a complete bottom out, frankly. Uh, the race at the top, the top, the top two spots are going to be tight. But I, right now, I have, uh, It's the coin flip, but I'm going with them. Rangers, Devils, Carolina, Islanders, then Pittsburgh, Philly, Columbus, and Washington in that order. Yeesh. That's confident. Well, it's a coin flip between Rangers and Devils. I don't see Carolina. I mean, they're good. But the Rangers and the Devils are just as good, if not better.
1: Yeah. You know, Carolina is interesting because... I think as much as everybody loves Rod the Bod at some point <laughs> if that team hasn't won he's going to lose the room. Oh yeah. And and you know according to Larry Bird he should have already lost the room. So maybe this is the year that that Rod loses the room and they just collapse.
0: Yeah, and I wanted to commend you on like turning like one of the best nicknames in the NHL into a completely demeaning comment. It's awesome. <laughs> you did
1: Rod it. the bod?
0: Yeah, <laughs> that's good audio. That's great work. Uh, but yeah, I agree. I think Carolina, they've been in this spot for how many seasons now? Five? And they can't get over the hump? Yeah. Like, it's, something's got to give here. And Ed is the, – the additions they're making are fine – The subtractions are fine. They're just fine overall. They're just in a shitty division. They're in a good, a comfy spot and kind of a shitty division.
1: Yeah. Turns out that if your strategy is just poach a bunch of New York Rangers who couldn't get over the hump, you're just going to be a Carolina team who can't get over the hump. Yeah. All right. So I'm
0: curious about what you guys are thinking about the Metro.
2: Yeah,
1: I think, uh, I think it's going to be
2: Columbus and Washington at the bottom I think uh, the other, the two, uh, the two Pennsylvania teams are going to be next. I pretty much the same in line with you. I think I think Pittsburgh's going to f- finish above Philly, and Washington's going to finish above Columbus. And then it's going to, like you said, it's a toss up for the Rangers and the Devils for the division. Islanders in the fourth spot. Car- you know what? I'm going to say it like this: Rangers, Carolina, Devils, Islanders. Nice. That that's Eesh. that's the top four. Okay. Just a feeling. Just a, it's a feeling. It's, a feeling. it's the Cosmos. No the
0: Cosmos are talking to
2: you. No facts.
0: I mean, again, th- but that's that's the thing with the Metro. Like you have three teams that can just like be in any one of those three spots. Right. And then right. I mean
1: there was what, an eight-point spread between them?
0: Yeah. It's it's that's tight the, end of the season and then Maybe the was, Islanders just fall into a last spot because they're the fucking Islanders and they're a middling of the road team. But they might get bumped in the Atlantic. Who knows? Um if Dave's correct, with Ottawa and Buffalo <laughs> knocking the Islanders out of a playoff spot.
2: going to happen.
0: Uh, but, yeah, I mean, and then the bottom of the barrel is is just that. It's I don't know. Brendan, where are you at? I know you, you're probably mulling this over. You've been chewing yeah. on this.
1: So I think all logic points to the Devils taking a step back. Okay. Right? I mean, that's, that's what logic would tell you. No, the I Devils – the Devils had, you know, they they shot, you know, they punched above their weight class last year. They had a surprising season.
2: Now there's going to be expectations
1: on them. Now there's going to be expectations. You're right, Dave, and maybe they, they take a step back. Here's why I think the Devils are going to defy logic. Okay. One, they added a 30-plus goal scorer into Foley. Mm-hmm. Two, their exit from the playoffs was embarrassing. And I think that's going to be a little... I think both the Rangers and the Devils are going to have a little bit of a chip on their shoulder coming into this season. And I think they're going to battle for the division. And I, But I think that the Devils will win it. I think the Devils will win the division by no more than three points. I think the Rangers will be hot on their tail. So, And I do think that Rod the Bod is going to lose the room. I think Tony D'Angelo is poisoned. Uh, So, I'm going to say Devils, Rangers hot on their tail, Carolina hot on the Rangers tail. Now, here's where things get weird. Mm-hmm. I know Sorokin is Sorokin, and the Islanders should be that wild card spot, but fellas, it's Fantilli time. Oh, get the – you are out of your mind. It's Fantilly time.
0: Dude, you're, you're absolutely out of your I, mind.
1: So here's what I think. I think you're that silly. Columbus. I think that Columbus and the Islanders will battle for the wild card in the Metro, and they have an equal shot at getting it. I will not be surprised if either team gets it. Uh, for the sake of this argument, I'm gonna say, ra- I'm gonna say, Devils, Rangers, Carolina, Isles, Columbus, Capitals, Penguins, Flyers. I
2: you are just taking ayahuasca or something, brother? Because
1: <laughs> that
2: actually,
1: com- you could swap the pens and the caps, maybe, because you know,
2: I yeah, think the- they got. And they got the Norris.
1: They got a Norris-winning defenseman now. Yeah, yeah,
0: <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, uh, that's that's a bold, that's a bold statement with Columbus there. Which, hey, listen, I'd love it, I'd love it. So, but I don't know. Watching Columbus's, uh, you know, AHL team, they do not have much in the tank there. So, anybody who, yeah, has but seen you know minutes, they've
1: got. I mean, look, I think we've talked about this a bunch before Fantilli is a is a fucking stud i Absolutely. think he's for real not only is he stud but he's got none of the pressure all the eyes are on bedard all of them they're I think all on bedard. if
0: columbus i think if columbus misses the playoffs but has a good showing it's a win that's a
1: successful season that's, they don't and i, I don't think get, that's I, I think they'll just miss the playoffs i think they'll just miss
0: uh, I, mean, I, 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 think, I think Pittsburgh is probably going to have – I mean, they still do have stuff in the tank. I think they will be preventing Columbus from do, making that push, frankly. But, yeah, I mean, would I love to see Columbus in, like, fifth or sixth place? Absolutely. But I'd, I'd love to see him make the playoffs. Frankly, don't forget
1: but. Columbus was banged up last year. They were pretty banged up last year. Don't forget, you know, not only do they have Fantilli – but they've got Patrick Line, they've got Johnny Gaudreau, they've you know, there's some there's some depth in that locker room.
0: Yeah, I mean, I mean, they're a good team. Again, I don't hate on Columbus. I love Columbus, I truly do. But I just don't see it. I don't see clicking just yet. I think they're they'll in the process of clicking next season. I'll give you a wild card spot. For I'll them. tell you who
1: they're better than. Okay. They're better than Ottawa.
0: That's for sure. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, in the interest That's of exactly. time. In the interest of time, and not digging into wait wait, wait wait, wait. who wins the East? Who wins the East? Oh, who wins the East? Toronto. Yeah, I, I agree. Toronto, Toronto
1: wins the East. I think Toronto wins the Presidents' Trophy. Yeah. I can see that. I can see that.
0: Or the or. win the <laughs> The New York? Yeah, I wish. Um, all right, let's. That was great. I'll I'll recap this. It'll it'll be on in the description of the episode. The bets. The side bets all of that stuff in our picks. Um, But now what I want to do is I want to play a game. Name that player. Name that player. All right. You all know how this goes. Dave, I'll explain it to you, but you should know how it goes. I'm going to go down a list of five facts about an NHL player. Current? Um, No, it doesn't have to be current. Okay. Um. But it is within recent memory. I'm not gonna pick up like some guy from
2: the 20s, like my asshole. Um, Wait, what's recent memories like? 1994 is recent memory to me. It could be 1994. (laughs) It could. I mean, so the
0: last player was Tim Thomas. Maybe I could go a little bit earlier, like you know. Okay. A a name you would know things about. Like I'm not trying to screw you over, right? Okay.
1: Yeah, I think 1990 is a decent cutoff. I think that's a perfectly fair cutoff,
0: unless it's like.
1: A very famous person like if it's phil esposito that's different but
0: yeah but like do we know five facts where we could possibly answer i want you guys to get the answer right yeah that's okay so but after every fact we will take a guess or you could pass no big deal and then at the end of five we'll reveal it okay all right all right first fact this player played for five different nhl teams with six tours, meaning he played for one of them twice, from 1988 to 2009, playing in 1,363 games.
1: Oh, I feel like this is a trap, but Yamir Yager. No.
2: No, yeah, definitely not. Um, He played for like eight teams. Yeah, he played until like 2015.
1: He's he's coming back.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Pittsburgh's going to re-sign him.
2: Oh, <laughs> um, hey, Dave, any guess or you can pass? There's no shame in either of it. I, I have to take like a guess, right? So, no. 1988 to 2009. So, it's 21 year career. He had two tours with a team, six different teams or five different teams? Five different teams. Five different two, twice. Two, so, that so okay. six tours. Six tours. Okay. God damn.
0: Well, just pass because we got to move the game pass, along here. Right, All, right. All right. This player was the third American player to score 500 goals, but is not inducted into the Hockey Hall of Fame. Brendan, you cannot be Googling answers I'm not here. Googling
1: it. I'm texting my wife.
0: It's, n- it's not Tony Amante, right? No, it's not Tony Amante. Brendan? Give me that one more time. This player was the third American player to score 500 goals, but is not inducted into the Hall of Fame. God, or pass. All right. This player has played in nine All-Star Games and two Olympics.
2: Nine All-Star Games and
0: two Olympics? Mm-hmm. And the World Cup, but I didn't add that into the quote. Darian Hatcher. No, that would be good. <laughs> Rather than Pass. Pass. Yes. All right. In Jeez. the 1992 to 93 season, this player led the Blackhawks to their third Norris Trophy in four years with 50 goals and 57 assists.
2: Chris wow. Chelios. No. Not Chelios. was <laughs> well, that? Oh. No, you
0: can't guess again, Dave. You have to wait.
1: I think I know it, but I want to pass and try to confirm it. Okay, so you
0: go to the pass. Okay, fifth, fifth clue. Yeah. This player was suspended, then fired from NBC for making Do comments about it? a high I, <laughs> I knew it!
2: I knew it! Well, that was the name just... that player.
0: Name that player!
2: As soon as I said Chelios, I was like, no, wait. <laughs>
1: Ah, I should have said Ronick I knew it was Roenick. Oh, should, it's got to go with
0: your gut. All right. Well, that's our show. Thank you all for listening. Remember, follow us on Twitter, at RangerThings23. Send us questions. Send us games. Send us whatever. Uh, you can DM the at Rangers23 or email us, contact at RangerThingsPodcast.com. For David Pacheco. Goodbye, fellow Ranger fans. For Brendan Lyons.
1: Bye. I'm
0: Carlo Montanino. See you all next week. Bye.